1: Happy New Year.
0: Have we not done one of these since the new year?
1: Nah, it feels that long though.
0: Happy New Year.
1: Now nah, we did a few after the new year. But it's all been erased.
0: I'm sorry guys, and we've been getting the messages. You know, we've been I I know my inbox has been flooded. When's the next podcast? Yeah. Yesterday I got one saying, "You guys aren't podcasting anymore. You've just given up."
1: Never. Never. And uh, I got one that said, I went back to look and listen to the old podcast while I waited for a new one. And then I realized they're all gone. I know. What's going on? Are you guys, are you throwing in the towel on everything? (laughs) And no, it's just been a crazy month. Yeah. It's been a really crazy month uh, for me personally. And then just for us professionally, as we try and, you know, move forward and, and, end you know, past relationships in order to be able to start new ones. Totally. So here we are this morning broadcasting just above the Old Town Bodega. Yeah. In Old Town, Toronto. Yeah. Corktown. In
0: Corktown. So we're in my apartment above the cafe. Uh, hi to everybody who's downstairs having a coffee right now.
1: I had to run over here because we needed to do this. Yes, I, and I'm heading away for three days, and Maura's gonna be around. Maybe we can do another one Wednesday or something. But sure. cuz I come back for a day, and then I go away for another few days. My kids are on March break, so okay, we got to fill up the time. Yes, and I'm this is like the first March break I've had off in a long time. Because normally we're in ratings and we're blocked out and I can't take any days. You can't
0: take vacation. Why aren't you guys going to Florida or something fun? Well,
1: because I didn't know. You don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do trips until I have like, you know, something locked down. Everyone says that. Oh, you should enjoy the time. It's hard to do. Until you know, kind of an, have an idea of where your next move is going to be.
0: So where are you going for March
1: break? Uh, London, Ontario for Boo! a couple of days. And then we're going up to Collingwood. A friend of mine has his sister's place up there. So. Oh,
0: okay. That'll be good. Yeah, am will be good. London's fun. London's fun.
1: We'll be able to ski there. My mom's there, so I'm going to help her with some things. And then my kids might be able to reconnect with some of their old friends. And there you go.
0: Beautiful. Uh,
1: how about we start with um, why all the podcasts are gone? What would be the best way to explain why we did that? Um, The
0: closing of um, a chapter, I guess. Dear Lord, why didn't we all become lawyers? Why didn't we all become lawyers? Well, I was
1: looking at my legal bill and I mean, I hired a professional who's, you know, at the top of his game, $525 an hour plus HST. But yeah. then you forget about like, you know, you have a quick phone call mm-hmm. and then you look on the bill and it's like, boom, there it is. That was like point four of an hour mm-hmm. and there's two hundred dollars or something in that little call. Or- I
0: literally wouldn't respond to some of my lawyers emails because I thought it would be a two hundred dollar charge for him to read an email that said, OK,
1: thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not the same way. <laughs>
0: thanks. Have a good weekend.
1: <laughs> so I just
0: I feel like he thinks I'm a bitch because I literally didn't respond to him sometimes. I
1: know exactly. what you say and and you know what's funny is that I think back to some of the conversations I had with my lawyer and I'm like why did I because sometimes we were just Shooting the shit. Just gabbing. <laughs> gabbing, well, whatever. Yeah, and then I, I look back and I'm him. like, I'm sure I was billed for that. Yeah. You know, he may have asked me a question and I gave him a long winded answer. I, I oh. guess I, I should have probably had a stopwatch yes. for every conversation we ever had, and I should have just been extra cautious about how much information I that was unnecessary that I was providing. Because mm-hmm. it was all billable hours, you and know.
0: Just imagine you were in a messy divorce or something oh. or something. sort of crazy legal battle where that went on and on and on.
1: And I have a friend who's a family lawyer. So all she does is deal with that stuff, right? Divorces and custody battles. You know, she'll say all the time that people get so wrapped up in the fight Mm -hmm. that all they want to do is hurt the other person. And so it's one legal challenge after another. And it's just the bills start getting racked up thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars just because one party in the relationship is bitter because, you know, maybe someone cheated. Yeah. Maybe someone gave up on the relationship, whatever. You yeah. know, there's a lot of reasons why people could be mad.
0: I saw a quote from uh, Deepak Chopra <laughs>
1: online the other day. Deepak Oprah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> About anger. And it's like, It said like anger distorts. There's no need for anger because it distorts reality. And that is so true. And when you look at that legal bill, you're like, my God, my reality has been distorted.
1: Sometimes it's fun to be angry, though, for a bit. (laughs) You know, like I I feel like I'm in a place now where I'm more in line with the way you think. Yeah. But it took me three and a half. uh, What are we three and a half months later Mm -hmm. in order to do that?
0: Yeah. And was that a good time for you?
1: Uh, no, no. But it's it's part of the process. I feel like you really? know. I wish it had been a little shorter. Like I wish I hadn't been thinking about and stewing about things when I was in the UK. Yeah. You know, with my family. Yeah. But it was still pretty fresh then. It was a month and a bit. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, onward and upward. There he is. Yeah, and you know, other things help put things into perspective. Like the, you know, my wife's father passing away is certainly yeah. something that. Makes you think about what's really important in life, and
0: totally. And I know, I know about a reality check.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. And I know you went through it when you were on mat leave. Just that whole idea of not being a part of something else.
0: Yeah, because your job is so connected to your identity, and I think a lot of women have been fortunate that have taken mat leave because you're like you have a chance to really realize, like, oh, maybe I'm not my job. Yeah, maybe you know because you are away from your work for. However long and you do have to get a new identity.
1: Yeah. And I never thought I was that person because, there's, you know, if I had 10 million dollars in the bank, there's no way I would work. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people. There's lots of things I like to do that I Mm. would rather do than getting up early in the morning. Totally. So I never thought I associated with my job as much as it turns out I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. Yeah, then something like, you know, Deb's dad gets ALS and you're like, oh, my God, there's so many more bigger things in life that are important than where you work. And Oh, uh, my
0: God. Are I mean, you saying that this was a good thing and that maybe... No, no.
1: <laughs> I'd still rather all this not have happened. Really? Uh, we'll see. You know, I can't answer that question well now. Right. If it works out better, then I'll say, yeah, okay. it's the best thing. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people were shocked at how quickly my father passed away, uh, my father-in-law rather, because we had just talked at the beginning of January how he was recently diagnosed with ALS Yeah, and the progression of his version of ALS was so fast. It was crazy. He skipped so many steps. Yeah. You know, there's people like Stephen Hawking who can live with it for 50 plus years. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people where the progression of the disease is just way more dramatic. Yep. And with him, he probably, you know, there were symptoms that were present early in 2018 that weren't quite clear that they were related to ALS until they got more severe. Mm -hmm. So he was dealing with symptoms through the summer and certainly into the fall when he lost his um, part of his speech and he was slurring. Mm -hmm. By the time December rolled around, there were so many indications he had trouble moving his arm up a certain, beyond a certain point. And then they were able to, by ruling out all these other things, that he had ALS. There were enough symptoms there that they were able to conclude with like 90 some odd percent that he was dealing with ALS. So we had originally planned to be in the UK over Christmas at my sister's house. And my wife and I had a conversation about what do we do? You know, next Christmas might look a little different. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should plan on being here for Christmas this year. Never thinking that, you know, his life would come to an end in February. Yeah. You know, we're we're thinking, oh, well, this is going to be like a very challenging two and a half, maybe three Three years. Three years, yeah. So what happened was in January... He just like skipped steps two, three and four when it came to eating and he lost his ability to swallow. Mm. So he went from eating solid foods to not being able to eat at all. And usually there's a there's a point where you can mash up food and, you know, feed somebody who's dealing with a, you know, a neurological disease that way. Or you can thicken liquids and he just bypassed everything. And they don't know exactly why. But anyway, he skipped all those steps. And so he ended up having to be hospitalized because he couldn't eat or drink. And so they put him on an IV. Mm-hmm. And then he had to decide at that point if he wanted a feeding tube. That was the only way he could move forward yeah. and continue. And he refused it. Wow! So he wanted to die on his own terms. And so then how quickly this happened was like, wow, oh, what? He's moving to palliative care and this is it? Like that's how yeah. quick it happened. And I know the family were shocked, sure. But everyone wants to respect his decision as I do, mm-hmm. but everyone was just not expecting it to be this quick to have to make that decision. Oh, yeah, so that's then That's heavy. And it's you know I'm I'm a little angry at the system because like the doctors and the people that are, you know, running the ALS clinic that he was at in Montreal. I'm shocked that they didn't offer him another option to die. They basically said, okay, no feeding tube, you're going to palliative care. And then what that means is you're going into a, a home where you, they make you very comfortable, but you essentially starve yourself to death. Right. So you see how long you can last until your body shuts down from lack of water and food because he wasn't allowed to eat and he wasn't allowed to drink because he couldn't swallow. Mm-hmm. You know, it could if he tried to drink, it could go into his lungs or whatever. Oh, God. And so it was, you know, he, he moved in on his birthday, February 5th, and it was a Tuesday and you know nobody knew how long it was going to take was it going to be 3 days, 5 days, a week, uh, maybe up to 2 weeks mm-hmm. and he lasted almost 2 weeks wow i feel like they reached a point where there was a more dignified way to die mm-hmm. and in canada you're there is such things as assisted suicide mm-hmm. for people exactly like my father-in-law who have a terminal disease with no option of survival yep and uh, i'm mad at them that they didn't provide that way for him, for him to leave right if i were to go through the same thing looking at what he had to go through in that palliative care experience i'd much prefer to you know have a few days to say my goodbyes and then you know have a doctor come in and in a very peaceful way yeah put you to bed put
0: you to bed yeah oh man that's tough
1: But maybe it happened all too quick. You know, maybe those processes, I I guess they take a little while because you have to apply. You
0: have to apply. There's paperwork involved. There's like
1: psychological testing to make sure you're of sound mind to make that decision. I
0: think some doctors will help you and some doctors won't.
1: A lot of doctors won't do it, but there are some who will. So you got to find, find the, the ones the right who doctor. will. Yeah, it's complicated.
0: It's it's, complicated. it's very
1: complicated, but there there has to be a better way than just watching people starve to death. You know mm. what I mean? How
0: is your wife doing?
1: Uh, everyone's doing okay. You know, as best as can Yeah, You know, I think there's some relief in seeing him not suffer because not his okay, quality no. of life declines so quickly that everyone, you know, as, as sad as they are that he's gone and that he's going to, you know,
0: they're happy he's okay now. He's he's at peace. Yeah. yeah, and that
1: he died on his own terms. And
0: The hard thing is actually going to be Christmas. It's going to be his birthday. Here's, this, this is crazy. My dad's birthday was yesterday. Hmm. He would have been 80, and he died of cancer, oh, my God, I guess almost like 10 years ago now.
1: Yeah, everyone says that that it's not always right away. I mean, obviously you feel a lot of grief at the beginning, but it's those, you know, random Wednesday night, yeah, and you're thinking of something and then it just hits you and
0: my fear was that I was going to forget like the sound of his voice.
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: so happy to say that it's actually almost clearer now. Like, I'll never forget it, I've realized.
1: And you have no recording of him, right? Like, yeah, there's I no, have no
0: recording. I can't believe it. I, I know. no recording of him.
1: Well, I just did something for a friend um, and I went and I recorded his father and he talked about his life from beginning to, <gasps> you know, where he's at now. And I thought, well, this is a great thing. And they and so he basically hired me to do this project for him. And I thought, well, you know what? I got to do this with my mother. Yeah. I got to try and convince my dad to do it. I know he probably won't want to, <laughs> uh, you know, my stepmother and, yeah. the, and these people. So these stories and their, their family history isn't lost yeah. when they pass away and you want them to be able to have these conversations. It's almost like you should do it every 10 years with somebody just so you have all these things locked down totally. because your memory starts to go when you get older and you forget things. And totally. so I think it's a really cool idea. To do this like audio time capsule or whatever you want to call it, you know, with somebody. So,
0: Is this going to be your new job? It
1: might be my new job. If <laughs> anyone would like me to come down. I also do weddings.
0: <laughs> you do Sure, <laughs> I do
1: well, I do them for <laughs> friends mostly, but I've done things where I, I put together wedding stories for people. So I interview them separately, asking them similar questions. And then I combine the two interviews into this one story with music and everything. So ends up being really cool. Yeah, and I did actually think about doing that. I was going to rent a booth at the wedding show and thought, oh, maybe I'll do this as a little side hustle. Wow. But then I got lazy. <laughs> I'm like still getting paid and I'm like, oh, I'll cross that bridge if I need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, maybe I'll just do it for like super rich people if they want it.
0: Yeah, and charge them. If me. you're
1: super rich and getting married <laughs> and want to have me put together a wedding piece for you, reach out via Instagram and yeah, talk about putting things into perspective. Yeah, You know, it's like a job is a job and like how dare... I identify with that job so much that you know it becomes part like that I need it to f- make me who I am yeah like forget about forget it about forget forget about it the next job sorry it's just a job <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding future employers <laughs> Let's talk about like how we plan on moving forward with this because a lot of people are like don't give up on the podcast Oh yeah, we're
0: not gonna give up on the podcast. It's just been like a couple of awkward weeks, guys. Just a couple of awkward weeks. Mm. Um, as we wrap up things, and and um, now I think moving forward, I'm hopeful that we could start something that we do. We do this maybe daily.
1: Yeah, that would be great. That's sort of the. In- That's the plan. That's the plan, is to have a form of daily podcast that you could listen to at any time of the day. Be the only like, thing
0: is is Tucker's going away so So this week it's not going <laughs> to start not this, gonna week. this week and it may
1: not start daily the week after but no. like in the next by the end of March we want to be up and running daily. Like put it this way, we want to make sure you have a chance to listen to us every, you know, weekday if possible.
0: But and you know, sometimes I get busy and then I have things to do.
1: <laughs> Morris got another job working for her husband and he seems like a bit of a dick boss. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try and get together with Mora, Hey, Maura, can you come over for a podcast? Ooh, I got to work in the cafe. Yeah. I'm like,
0: just your husband,
1: you know, sneak out for an hour. He
0: needs help. He <laughs> ne- needs help Do you need there. to go
1: down and check on him to see if he's okay right now? You
0: know what? I can hear the espresso machine up here. I know yeah. exactly what it sounds like and it hasn't gone in a while. So I think we're okay.
1: A little quiet right now. If
0: I hear the espresso machine start ripping, then I'm going to have to run down and help him.
1: I need a Kleenex. Oh, yeah? Oh, where's my jacket? I probably have one
0: here. Oh, okay. I've got one of Harvest's boogie wipes.
1: No boogie wipes, please. Okay. By the way, can I just say something? Sure. If you are a person who buys two-ply Kleenex, I'm taking two of those suckers every time. You might as well buy three-ply. Splurge at the beginning, get the full three-ply, because two-ply is not enough. I'll bust through that in no time. (laughs) I was thinking about Thank that the other that. day. Well, I was <laughs> like it's like people who buy single ply toilet paper. Mm. Like I'm gonna take twice as much because I still need the same volume of toilet paper in my hand right. when I'm doing my thing.
0: So what ply do you buy in the TP?
1: I buy a two ply.
0: Yeah. yeah. Th- three plies a bit much. That's
1: well, I just then I worry about just clogging my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. if I'd done that with a two ply, this thing would be all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm good i'm good
0: you okay this, hey, is, this like, is
1: gonna be an edit free podcast by the way really? well, i gotta get i got places to go
0: well don't <laughs> edit this one out i'd like to draw your attention to the piece of art that we're sitting around my dining room table right now which is covered in stuff because i'm doing like my taxes and everything but i also have this piece of art sitting out here i
1: honestly thought that was a placemat that your daughter used to eat like ice cream on because it's just you know what that paper looks like what You know, if, um, and I've never had to do this, but you see it in movies sometimes where someone's at a psychologist Mm -hmm. and they have those ink blots or whatever they call them and they open them up and you're supposed to tell them what you see. Yeah. Oh, I see. That looks like the world. It looks like a globe with different continents on it, Mm -hmm. but it looks like it was made with chocolate ice cream or something that's dried.
0: It says, uh, at the bottom here, it's a, it's an autograph signature and it says maternal side. This is, um a placenta print this is m- the person who came over and made my encapsulated my placenta took the placenta and put it down on this piece of paper <laughs> so that's actually dry blood and she said that she's never seen one so, Sorry, I have so to symmetrical go. I have to go this <laughs> podcast is over I know i just thought wow look at this on my table cuz i'm framing it now so you just
1: have that on your dining room table your placenta paper it's a,
0: it's a cool piece of art,
1: isn't oh, it? Oh, do you have that anywhere on Instagram? No,
0: take a picture right now, Mora, holding her placenta print.
1: Oh. There we go. It's like a stamp.
0: It's like a stamp made with the placenta. So they
1: and they didn't dip it in any kind of ink. That's just your blood. S- blood. <laughs> oh. Baby. Yeah. That is classic mora. That
0: is classic mora. That is,
1: <laughs> I would expect nothing less but than he, that.
0: It is so symmetrical.
1: Did she look move at the it in size a way? Of that it. is, I know. That was probably the grossest thing I saw in the whole delivery process of my. Uh,
0: the placenta? Is
1: the placenta. I, I caught a glimpse of it when I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> like, they weren't like, over here, we have the placenta. When you're ready and you want to look at it, it was just, I turned my head and I thought, what is the, Is that somebody preparing a roast beef? <laughs> Is no. that like a slow cooked piece of meat on the thing? No, that's the placenta. Ugh. That's the placenta. And, you know,
0: if you're smart, if you were smart in that moment, you would have said, Hey, let me have it for a second. I got a piece of paper here. I just want to get a <laughs> stamp. Blot
1: it on this piece of paper <laughs>
0: and frame it and hang it up.
1: Oh. So cool. I mean, it looks- I'm
0: so glad I did everything like that. You know, I got those nude photos when I was super pregnant, yeah. I did the placenta you know now looking back like I I wouldn't have wanted to regret missing out on any of those things Seriously, I wouldn't. Now I have it. It's so cool. And you know what's
1: funny is that I'm totally fine with not having a bloodied (laughs) piece of paper with the imprint of my wife's placenta hanging in my dining room. (laughs) Because I assume it's going in one of these spots here. It could, yeah. Or you haven't decided.
0: I just love that it's on the dining room table while it Uh, waits for a place.
1: Maybe you should hang that in the old town bodega. (laughs) Or there's probably some code (laughs) violations.
0: I'm sure if it's behind glass, it'll be fine. Oh,
1: yeah. Are you going to put it behind glass? Yes. Okay.
0: It was behind glass and then it fell and shattered. So I have to like reframe it.
1: Maybe the ghost of the placenta came back (laughs) and was unhappy with the way it looked in the picture. Maybe. (laughs) Knocked it off the wall.
0: Maybe. There's actually two of them. They did like a stamp on one side and a stamp on the other. But I like the way this side turned out better. So I think I threw the other one out. Mm. Anyways.
1: Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I had a chance to listen to Behind the Scenes Wilson on his new show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, through the app.
0: How is he sounding? You know what was
1: so funny is the morning I decided to listen to him, it was classic Wilson. The guy's lost his voice. (laughs) (laughs) And and, it probably wasn't so obvious on our show because he was sort of like the guy who would speak forth. Yeah. we, We didn't have to hear from him if he couldn't speak well. Right. But now he's on a show where he's one of the three main hosts. So when I the morning I heard him, it I don't know if I can recreate it, but he sounded something like, "Tiny Wilson," <laughs> like he was just. I can't, I can't quite do it justice.
0: He loses his voice. I mean,
1: w- all the time. Once a month. Maybe not once a month, but when he does lose it, it's gone for. A it's month. gone for a month. Yeah. And then he'll go to play baseball and do all these things and he'll teach spin. Yeah. You know, he used to go to spin and be like, well, aren't you yelling? And he's like, well, I got a microphone. i like, well, yeah, but shouldn't you be getting your voice in better shape so you can perform on our show? But that, he sounded good.
0: Yeah. He did not take our advice on uh, neighborhoods to live oh, in in Montreal.
1: Shame on them. He, yeah. Uh, we tried to, we staged an intervention with him and his wife. Yeah. And told them not to move anywhere lame in Montreal. You're new in a city. You know, think about somebody who's moving to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And say they'd never lived here. And yeah. they have the option of living anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's within their budget to live in town, uptown, midtown. Yep. And where they've chosen to live would be the equivalent of just like in the middle of Mississauga, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not too far away, but, you know, if you're new to a city and you want to experience everything it has to offer, it's sort of an awkward staging point.
0: You painted the right picture in my mind because you're like, what if you move to Paris for a year? Or if you
1: if you were visiting for a month is what I said to them.
0: Oh, if
1: you were traveling to Paris or England or some city and you're going to be there for two or three weeks, where would you stay for that two or three weeks, would you stay twenty-five minutes drive if there's no traffic with a giant bridge to cross in order to get into town every time you wanted to do something, or do you go right into the action?
0: Yeah, you go right into the action. For the
1: and I said, do it for a year. Be a tourist for a year when yeah. you move there. If if you're moving to, if you're listening to this and you're moving to somewhere else, it might be a little more expensive. But be a tourist for the first chunk of time and then find the sensible, reasonable place where you might want to raise a family and sure. have a driveway and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But they're newly married. They have no kids. Go be in the action or at least in a cool neighborhood close to the action on the island of Montreal. <laughs> and it's like it's like we just wasted our time selling him on that idea.
0: Yeah, they were not interested in that no. at all. Oh, well.
1: Oh, well. So they've chosen... Uh, Brossard.
0: Brossard, yeah.
1: Brossard. Which I'm sure is fine if you wanna like raise a family and do all this stuff <laughs> and go to the nearest McDonald's. I think they have some Tim Hortons and a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nothing wrong with that. But you know, if you're new to somewhere and you wanna get the full experience, why not throw yourself right into it?
0: You know, my neighbor, he works in Milton, but he wants to live downtown Toronto. Okay. So he lives downtown Toronto and commutes to Milton. And his wife Is a waitress and she works in Toronto, but I'm sure she could get a a great waitress job in Milton if they wanted to move there. But they want to live in the city.
1: I just think when you're new to a city and you don't know anybody and you haven't established a life there to you know experience different things before you make your choice. Yeah,
0: you moved into a condo when you first came here downtown Toronto.
1: Yeah, and I I, I originally was looking at places down by Park Lawn and Lakeshore and uh, because it was a bit cheaper. And then I thought, you know, when am I ever going to live in a condo in downtown Toronto? Yeah, you know, short of getting divorced. which would put me maybe in that situation. I'm like, I'm going to live right in, you know, in city place. Went to tons of Jays games because I was right there and I I got to, you know, a taste and a feel for that part of town. Sure. And it was the best idea. And then, you know, I realized how cool it was being able to bike everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that became a priority for me when we were looking for houses. I still want to be in that like zone where I can bike downtown to meet friends. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, maybe you hate it. Maybe you live somewhere and you're like, I hate how there's traffic everywhere yeah. and it's an obstacle to find parking and I want to be out in, you know, Etobicoke or Mississauga or Burlington. And it's like fine because you've experienced things and you got like a, you know.
0: Oh, Wilson.
1: Oh, Wilson. Seems to be doing well, though. We're happy for him. Yeah, we are. Enjoy Brassard. <laughs> Not knowing anybody. Going back to your place all alone. Aww. i'm just kidding i'm sure he'll be going out and doing plenty of stuff he'll be fine i think you're probably gonna have to get back to work or your boss is gonna be giving you the gears that's
0: right i'm gonna get in trouble with the boss he
1: didn't look impressed when i showed up <laughs> i showed up an hour late because i forgot about the spring forward yeah too.
0: you're a real winner you're such yeah. a champ these days yeah well, whatever
1: <laughs> life of leisure for now <laughs> yeah but just keep this in mind as we move forward that the podcast will be increasing and not decreasing. That's right. What you experienced over the last 30 days was a blip that likely won't happen again. That's right. We were dealing with family stuff. We were dealing with legal stuff. Yeah. And so now we move forward and we, start. Uh, we're stepping on the gas pedal. In about a week. Stop. <laughs> Trying out new morning shows. You won't need to, okay? Don't don't email and say, "Hey, I'm having a hard time listening to this morning show at such and such station, mm-hmm. wherever it is," because we've heard from like you know a variety of different areas where people are listening and yeah, sampling. You're, trying, you're sampling. You're sampling.
0: You're sampling. I know you're sampling.
1: Don't sample anymore. <laughs> we are coming back in a much more frequent. Way. That's
0: right. We can't wait to, to have more podcasts for you to listen to every single day.
1: And bringing guests in and talking yes. to other people. and yes. Yeah. Like it's going to be, they're going to be frequent and we're going to be able to get you to where you're going without having to rely on another morning show, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. I have to say, I like doing the podcast here. It's much more comfortable than your sweaty basement.
1: We can, we can switch it up.
0: We still got to do the live from Old Town Bodega podcast. I would really think that would
1: be fun. Well, and we then, could have done that right now. Yeah,
0: but we I want to do it when we tell people we're going to do uh, it. And then everyone can come and we can have... You, you can come on the podcast. It'll be the live podcast. Okay.
1: Come well, say hi.
0: Maybe we'll have alcohol involved.
1: Yeah. Somehow. The, the only way to do that would be to have alcohol. Okay. To do it well. Because otherwise, what are people going to do? Like eat a scone? <laughs> have a... We like don't have latte? scones anymore. Oh, no. no. One of those cookies that are ridiculously good. Yeah, we got cookies. From where are they?
0: Craig's Cookies. Yeah. Parkdale. He's got lineups every day. We carry them on the east side now, so you don't have to go to Parkdale. It's
1: honestly, um, I can't imagine it's healthy for you, but they are the, it's one of the greatest things I've eaten in the last month you know, he, one of those cookies.
0: He puts um, Cadbury... Uh, cream eggs inside the middle of a chocolate chip
1: cookie. It's unbelievable. Somebody (laughs) ate it
0: yesterday and almost died, almost keeled over. He's like, that was a lot of sugar. Yeah. He loved it
1: diabetics be warned (laughs) make sure your blood sugar levels are at a nice level state (laughs) whatever it is you need in order to eat a little bit of sugar yes or a lot in this case Mm -hmm. okay uh that's it for us this time but um you know we'll try and get another one off this week it's march break it's gonna be kind of tough and then then we're really ramping up okay and we're gonna be daily within the next like few weeks
0: that's right that's our promise to you and we're sorry about the delay
1: Thank you for your patience. Onward and upward. That's right, guys. From the floor above the old town bodega. (laughs) See ya.